well, you fucked up now. <laughs> you fucked up now, buddy. <laughs> you, you, you done messed up, kid. You All done right. goofed. Uh, speaking of goofing, uh, nice. Uh, just flawless wanted to let everyone know, <laughs> flawless. Uh, we are going to be releasing next week's episode um, a day late. Uh, Andy is traveling like an like an asshole. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so, just wanted to let everyone know. Yeah, so it'll be up Wednesday the twenty first as opposed to the t- Tuesday like normal. Sorry about that, guys. But traveling with a work computer is not really the best way to be doing this podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna get it to you, but just a day late. So yeah. So don't leave us. <laughs> please, please don't leave us. Fuck! I already messed it up. Wow! Like you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. I am so hungover. <laughs> like, but how do we not I, talk I, about it, this yet? Jesus, it's well because I wanted to wait because oh, I, okay. I, because I, because this is something that you can definitely. Well, I mean, obviously, being hungover is something that we can mutually understand. But I, I also think, <laughs> but I also think <laughs> a lot of our listeners will mutually understand this. I had my first hangover today where I realized I wouldn't have felt this bad three years ago. Oh, oh, you got that, you got that, oh, oh no, I'm getting old hangover, huh? It was the, I didn't really drink that much last night. Why do I feel like this? And it was one of, it's the hangover that it creeps in. Like I can feel it in my cheeks right now. <laughs> Yeah, you, I actually you know, know that hangover yeah. where you just like everything tastes like styrofoam, mm-hmm, and your mm-hmm. mouth is just cotton. No matter and what you do, yeah. no matter what you do, and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is little. Uh, this is a podcast where we where we believe in the hair of the dog. My name is Andrew Cleva. My name is Danny Burford. <laughs> Oh, very nicely done there, too. Excellent timing. Thank you. I just uh, wanted to have a little monologue. <laughs> I, I I actually, full, I, for, for me, the first time, like, I, don't get me wrong, I, I had that same kind of, like, when I, my first year out of college, like, me and Dave would stay up drinking till like, was that, like two in the morning. What? Was that, like, what? the year 1820? What? I don't know what you're talking about. When I finished school as a young lad in the, in, in the Great Depression, <laughs> I was... Uh, during the yeah, plague, they, they, we'll, we'll get there next week. Um, I, I mean, yeah, me and Dave would just stay up until like two in the morning, just playing like one-on-one Beirut because we were twenty-two Animals. and could do this. And I would wake yeah. up at five hours later and then drive to work and have a normal work day. And it was like, yep. oh, okay, this is just how you do it. Um, so I, I definitely had those moments where, like, later on, I'd be like, oof, yeah, I'm I'm more devastated than I would have been a little while ago. But for me, the real clincher was, and you know, you'll get there, but. Um, when you have a hangover that's so bad, the day after the hangover, you're still like, ooh, I don't feel right still. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not looking like, forward to it. I will be clear. Like, I, I personally don't have that many of those or hardly any of them, to be, to be fair. But I did the first time it happened, I was because I, I remember one day I was just like, all right, like you feel miserable today. Like you did too much yesterday. You'll you'll get through it. You'll be fine. And then the next day I was like, but I'm not 
I'm fine. I was like, <laughs> I feel really bad. I, the worst hangover of my entire fucking life mm. was when I think I was like 24, 20, I think I was like 24, and it was a mug night at Bukowski. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. And it was like a sex mug night, which Jesus should be Christ. illegal. Like, I didn't finish. I, I think it is. Oh, you didn't like, finish. Okay, yeah. No, still, I did not finish. Still, though. The sex. But it was one of those times uh, you were there. I think I think I might know the night that you're talking about, uh, or I, I I I don't know if I know the specific night you're talking about, but I think I I think I know the rough. Yeah, I, I know it's hard to describe. Like I I think I, I I'm not like oh yes it was this exact date where we were doing this, but like I, I think I know the type of day that you mean. So, yeah. yeah, it was. I think I got to Books at. I mean, it was cl- closed down Books. It was a closed down Books night, and then was this when you were in Washington or Prescott? Prescott. Oh, so you I, the... I walked all the way back to Prescott. I don't know Legged how I was back. not kidnapped. <laughs> and you wouldn't then, even know what was going on. You'd be like, oh, what's no. up? <laughs> what? Yeah, and then I had to go to work the next day, so it was definitely a Monday, I think. Yeah. Oh, so it must have been yeah. Cause when I was yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And then for, and, and just for anyone who doesn't know, uh, like. Uh, Bukowski Tavern was a bar, or uh, Bukowski Cambridge, uh, RIP, closed down in, in like June or July yeah. of the pandemic. But it was the bar that we always hung out at, and uh, we had mugs there. And a mug, they have a mug club where you drink all of their beers in stock. Uh, they steal home, money from you. Uniquely, un- every unique beer they have in stock, not every yeah. single beer. Uh, and then like, and, and then each tap line one. So it ends up being like between 125, 150 beers over the course of six months, depending on like when you got in on the ground floor. Yeah. Some people, when it first started, it was like only like 50 or 80 beers or something like that. Lucky. Anyways, you get a mug that you can drink out of, and it was a 24-ounce mug. So, uh, like, not like not like not a absolutely huge like boot or something like that, but like a sizable pour yeah, for yeah. sure. And 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 so like like a three mug night was like nice. Okay, this was this, this was a relatively comfortable normal night out drinking. Uh, like little probably a little hungover, but a little fuzzy depending on what beers you drank. But nothing really. Yeah. Big. Four four is like all right. You're kind of going out. I rarely drank five mugs. I I remember five, five mug months. Andy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I absolutely don't know what you're talking about. But this was a six. This was like a six mug for me, and uh, I walked home. I got home. I had to go to work the next day, and I literally walked into my office at like seven forty-five. I think eight. Yeah. I walked straight into my boss's office and started crying. <laughs> I was so hungover that I just didn't even mean to, but I started crying, and I was like, I can't be here right now. <laughs> I think and... I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> and I went home, and uh, it was fucking terrible. It was the worst hangover I have ever experienced, and it was like I couldn't. I thought I was sick. Yeah, like, you, you, Ill. yeah, yeah. When you're actually like, did, am I being blinded by the fact that I drank last night? Have I actually also become legitimately sick as well? Am as I also there? like a zombie? Like, am I starting the zombie apocalypse in Boston? Like, is this gonna be like young? female Danny Burford after drinking yeah after drinking six million beers (laughs) becomes patient X for zombieism I mean that's the I don't know, as far as ways to become a zombie go, I think that drinking six mugs is a lot more preferable to getting bitten by someone so you know who I think wishes they had six mugs Literally anyone at the World Cup right now, because <laughs> you could drink. Nice segue too. Thank you. Uh, they, we this is so this is Little Lit. This is the podcast where we talk about what, pretty much whatever you want. We want to, including Danny's hangovers. Um, <laughs> and I'm Andrew Klima. I'm Danny Burford. We already did this. 
Do we already do this? Fuck. Yeah. I, I, I glossed over it. And anyways, we, we, we went right into talking about hangovers. But we are actually today talking about the World Cup because we both super dig soccer and uh, especially uh, the World the World Cup. Um, there are plenty of people out there, uh, including you know friends of friends of mine, maybe people you know that like are super into club soccer and they actually dislike international soccer because it gets in the way of you know whatever team you root for regularly. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I really do understand that. But I also don't give a fuck. The, the pageantry and ridi- and ridiculousness of the World Cup is like why it's so great. It's so like, good. Like like if you want to watch like the best soccer in the world, like teams at their highest level and everything like that, watch the Champions League. The Champions League is a better like tournament because it's people that play all the time together, and so they're mm-hmm. a lot more comfortable with each other. You can you know make super teams because you can buy you know buy teams players from any other teams and like you know create what you have whatever you want whereas international soccer um the level's not as high because you, a you don't tra- play with each other a lot and b you can't trade for players exactly yeah. you can like make dubious claims as to play- players nationalities and things like that which 100 percent happens but you can't just like hey killian mbappe is awesome we want him on our team let's go um yeah. so I, 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 but I love that about it. I think I, I think that's what makes it so entertaining. And then, of course, the, the, there's there's jingoism and shittiness that, that involved, but there's also just like absurdity that that, that you just don't get when it's when it's club teams. It's when when, when it's your country, then it, it's such a bigger deal. It's I also love it because it obviously being in a country that doesn't necessarily put soccer first in fucking anything. Mm-hmm. It is really, really cool to have these moments where you do get to see who is a fan. Yeah. And, like, I watched the most recent game at the Newark airport, you know? (laughs) And, like, it was – there. the terminal that I was in was a shitty Delta terminal. There was literally one one bar with just shittiness. It was just, like, not good, and it was fucking packed. And it was people who were literally about to miss their flight so that they could finish out the game. Because it was fucking, so fucking, fucking cool. Argentina and Netherlands decided to go uh, like like an hour over. Yeah, uh, it's that was, just like we'll get to some specific specifics, but yeah, that that was that was a crazy game in particular to be around people. So were there people that were just like. Like you found out who was cheering for who over the course yeah. of the game because like when something happened, you're like, okay, you, you, and you are big Argentina fans or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah, it's that's just always like really cool. Getting to, or like I was traveling in New York too, so I didn't have. We normally go down to a local brewery to watch the games. They open up early and stuff like Plug that. It. Uh, Wild Mine Ale. Uh, it <laughs> is fucking dope. I actually, I think the last episode I was drinking their beer, Cinder. And their mm-hmm. other Saison that they have, which was 10%. Nice. Surprise. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're fucking dope. They're awesome. They have like three screens. I will say the first time we went down there, one of them was, two of them were streaming and one of them was live. And so, so one that, of them mattered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that one got a little dicey and they were also using their projector, which they normally only use at night. They were using yeah. it during the day. So they were trying to like work out ways to make it darker in there without also like <laughs> getting fined <laughs> yeah 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 um but they like figured it out they like actually like worked very hard they're like we're so sorry they give people like beers because like the games were off like really that's good really, people yeah that's, so. that's, 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 a, that's a good business right there yeah, yeah like they're fucking dope 
it should also be said, um, we are currently, so th- this episode uh, comes out on Tuesday. We are recording mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh, so the, the, the quarterfinals have happened, but the yeah. semis have not happened yet. So uh, what we, we'll do a little bit of prediction type stuff towards the end, just because why not? But um, we're mostly talking about anything that's happened up to this point, just as an FYI to, to everyone. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, I, I, I started out watching it uh, 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 home here in Pittsburgh, and then um over Thanksgiving week, I was traveling to uh, Boston because I was hanging out with my good friend Angela. Shouts out to Angela. Um, and we were watching the game, um, or the, any games, like we would be working from home during the day and we had them on our TV and we were watching the Telemundo broadcast. And that, and that mm. started because um, we had tried to download it uh or we try we download like the fox sports app and like the, my like my password wasn't working for it for some reason mm. and so we we're like all right we'll deal with it when we get when we get there and then we got there and it's like do we really want to watch the fox broadcast because the fox yeah. broadcast has been utter fucking trash yeah like, I, I cannot say enough Derek ray aside you saint of a man like the the, the, the fox broadcast has been just absolute garbage and uh i that's why we were like well shit let's just stick, stick with Telemundo. Spanish language announcers mm-hmm. instead. It's like so the Telemundo announcers are so much better. I mean, I yeah. I speak I, I can't speak Spanish like past just very basic like gesturing and, and, and like short sentences. But like it was still better than hearing fucking uh, Rob Marks Rob Strong uh, like just mm. bungle his way through every every call that he's ever done. Like it's been yeah. awful. So I agree. I think that uh, I started watching the Telemundo one. I have. Um... We've just been using our Hulu Live that we have. Yeah. Um, but I've been streaming it, and so you and I have had to work <laughs> yes. very closely. Of like, like am I, am am I, I on 30 cable? seconds behind? Yeah. yeah. If I'm watching it cable, I know, I know that I can't like text you like, oh, shit, what a goal, or, or yeah. something like that. I have and to like wait those 30 versa. seconds. Yeah. And, and, and like I also, like basically in, in our uh, apartment here, we have like an upstairs TV that's hooked up the cable and a downstairs TV that's all streaming. And so if I'm downstairs watching it, I'm watching it through Peacock and watching the Telemundo uh, broadcast, yeah. and so I'm like, I'm all, I am then 30 seconds delayed off of like what you can see on cable. So yeah, we've had to coordinate to make sure that we're not being too uh, aggressive in our updates. But, yeah, I started which watching. Which is a weird thing, but yeah. I was watching the Telemundo one. I was, I also literally had it streaming on my phone as I was going through security, and there were people <laughs> that were behind me that were like, we were all watching it together, like while yeah. we were trying to like get through as quickly as we could. Yep. And then I had like the um, there was like two other people, two of the TSA agents were like, "Are you watching the game?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she like lifted up her hair and she had an AirPod in. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she was like, "I'm listening." <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I I gotta say, like, like uh, you mentioned this earlier, like that's one of the things that actually is like kind of cool about the U.S. because like other other countries take it, of course, much more seriously than us. Um, Mm -hmm. If they're you know good or bad at it, uh, depending. I mean, depends on the country, of course. But like a lot of people, like you know, when their team plays, like the there's like people get the day off from work automatically and shit Mm -hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Um, And it sucks that we don't have that kind of like huge. buy-in in the u.s but at the same yeah. time it does make it cool when you're out somewhere and like like you say like someone's like hey you're 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 on the secret little club too right yeah yeah huh? what, what, what about was, this it's so cool i fucking love it and that's why i wish that we had and it's 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 genuine it's not bro-y it's yeah, not yeah. like because then because then i think like oh like i wish that we had something else like that people are like well what about football and i'm like you suck like, that's not <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Oh, my God. There are these guys that were sitting behind me at the bar who I told Sean this that um, were, like, sitting. And 
it was when it went to like overtime and all this shit or whatever. And they were like, I can't believe that like it would be tied. Like what a low scoring game. And I looked back at them and I was like, oh, I'm sorry that you're not getting fucking a padded score of six points while you like <laughs> kick a ball into a fucking goal post. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. No. Like you, yeah, you have 48 points. You've scored like not like, what do you like? This is insane. And even and even still, like the thing, the thing that I always like, like my thing with with that is a, it's fucking stupid. Like sports can be yeah. different. Like grow up. Um, but b, um, the thing about soccer that's so interesting is that things happen out of absolutely nowhere sometimes. Like yeah. um, when when if you're watching football, for example, like after the first down play happens, like you have X amount of seconds until anything is going to happen. And I don't mean like. Uh, you know, a big play. I mean, just like no one does anything until they snap the ball again. There's nothing going on there. Baseball mm-hmm. between pitches, like th- mm-hmm. things like that. Um, like basketball is a little more free flowing, but you've got a lot of timeouts and things like, and things like that. And with soccer, like when the center backs are passing to each other, everyone's like, oh, this is fucking boring. But they can hit a 50-yard pass and then someone's free on the wing and they cut inside, rip a shot with their right foot and then all of a sudden you have a goal. Yeah. Like, that's what's great about soccer in that regard. And this is an old Brian Phillips column from Grantland way back when, but like, the fact that soccer's downtime is still technically time you're playing makes it very random when things can happen and come out of nowhere because there aren't all these like forced confrontations like there are in all these American sports. I love that about soccer. Um, going back to what you were talking yeah. about with baseball, um, TM, 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 if this isn't already taken. A podcast called Between the Pitches, where uh, I watch baseball for my first time, like <laughs> really dedicate myself to a team. Twins, 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 no, twins, no, twins. No, no, <laughs> I'll do the twins. But dedicate myself to a team and watch or go to yeah. literally every game <laughs> and then do a podcast about it. I don't hate this idea, TM. Between the pitches, that's really fucking funny. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Okay, I'll write it down. Um, but as as we do as we do this episode, at least, um, I well let's 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 kick this off. Like, do you have like some of the? (laughs) Do you have? Do you have some of those like the best games that you watch, or, or or it doesn't have to be best in terms of like a quality level. I'll just say like your favorite games, like the most. It could be most fun. It could be wow, that was just soccer at its highest level. It could be anything, like whatever your criteria is. Um. Ooh. Nah. <laughs> no, actually, every game. Hold on, let me pull up my let me pull up my uh, sure. my standings. I think for me. I don't know if I have a specific like favorite game, but I think mm-hmm. like favorite types of play have been super evident while we've been going through the group stages of okay. teams that play really concise and like in the middle of the field as opposed mm-hmm. to teams who play the wing. And I yeah. have more fun watching teams that play like like tight because it, everything moves so fucking fast and it's like watching like pinball games basically Mm -hmm. and i think that that's when some of like the magic moments of the world cup where all of a sudden someone gets a ball and it's in the goal and it happens in like a fucking split second i will say that the the japan upset uh which which one (laughs) i mean the like against germany that was such a fun game like that was my first favorite that was my first fun game of this tournament for sure yeah that i really loved that um and i think like any game brazil was in yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned, like, the, uh, the the ping-pong passing, and this is more in the attacking third, but I'm just remembering that, like, I think it was against South Korea when uh, Richarlison had that, like, uh, put-away goal where he, like, 
He was like juggling it a little bit, like uh, oh, towards the outside. And he pa- he passed it. Oh, so, oh, interesting. Okay, because then, yeah. cause then he, like he, it was one pass, and then he makes the run to the middle. Like, he basically like he lets the ball roll past him as he's making his run to hit someone else who hits an angle for him. It's a better angled pass, and he mm. gets the ball just wide open and tucks it in the corner. It was like that, it was a gorgeous goal. That yeah. one, and then also the one where he meant to stop it, but he flicked it up accidentally. And yeah. then did like a scissor kick. Yeah, the scissor kick was dope as shit. Oh yeah. my god, that was fucking dumb. Richarlison, uh, it really, really annoys me that he's a Tottenham player because uh, he's a really good dude, uh, like mm-hmm. off the court, uh, and he also is a very uh, like he's he's a, he had two of the best goals in this tournament. Like, he's a very fun player. Yeah, he's um, amazing. It's so much fun to watch that. I, I mean, you mentioned like you mentioned the whole like midfield play and everything like that. I, like I I understand why people don't like watching Spain sometimes because they can be a little toothless. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think that was their problem this tournament necessarily, um, but like. That technical proficiency in midfield is just so much fun to watch when it when it when it's when it's humming like when it, when it's yeah. in danger not not if you're just passing it around like looking for a weak spot but like when when you're in the uh, midfield battle uh, mm-hmm. Croatia's really great at it too where you're just pinging it pinging it around and all of a sudden like you work your way through that little le- that like that press or that first yeah. level of resistance and then you've got green grass in front of you to actually like go into goal I, I love that kind of play it's so much it's, fun I've had to explain this to Sean who is never like a super big. Um, soccer person he played for like a hot yeah. second his babysitter was carly lloyd <laughs> yeah we talked about that yeah yeah, i forgot like fucking dumb he yeah. also is from new like the place in new jersey where all of our great soccer players come from like oh, you know how yeah. they all come from like yeah, yeah. aronson's from medford i, I want to say yeah they're like all yeah. over it's like it's like one of the best club like youth club teams sure. like club like areas kind of yeah. like, like 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 cal poly for football or something like that one of those which is one of those one of those high schools that are, or one of those areas that is just known for like oh yeah good players come out here all yeah the yeah, time. yeah yeah so uh but i was like talking to him because he was like how do like, like they know like what they're doing like especially <laughs> when it's going that fast and you're just yeah. you have to trust that your player is going to get you the ball like at the speed and also like this is something that my soccer coach used to always say. If we ever, like, passed a ball with not enough, like, oomph behind it, he would always be like, yeah. stop hitting it with your purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. He would always do that. Or to me, if I, like, was hanging back in the goal, he would be like, stop hugging the line like it's your boyfriend. <laughs> so, some gender-coded specific insults here, but yeah. Hard, I, 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 but he used to say the same exact thing to his boys' team. No, like, I, it, I understand. I'm not, I'm not slagging this guy. I yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was also from South Africa and had the thickest South African accent, so like hearing <laughs> nice. him say this, and he would curse at us all the fucking time. Parents hated it. Um, but he treated us the exact, which is something that I loved, he treated us the exact same as he treated his boys' teams. There was no difference at all, which was great. Yeah. Um, this and this is just going off of that real quick. This is one of the things that that um, like women's soccer in um, I'm, I'm going to use England as the example. I'm sure it's happening elsewhere, but I'm just more familiar with it from England. Um, the, uh, after uh, the England won the uh, the women's Euros, there has been this like people have started being like, oh, I loved watching that player because it was a big deal. Like you know, people in England, of course, love soccer anyways, and like yeah. the, and, and you know even though it was heavy quotes just women's soccer as opposed to like you know the men's soccer bringing home a huge trophy, it was um, a a big deal, and people were like, "I loved watching Leah Williamson. I love watching like, like insert player here." Yeah. And and so it's like, "All right, well now, now I'm gonna like follow them. I'm gonna check out who the, their, their club team, be it Arsenal, be it City, be it Reading, or you know some some, some mm-hmm. other teams like that." And um, and so now the culture is kind of like shifting because for a while it was just like, "Oh, good for them." 
they're playing soccer. That's all. That's that, that's great. And yeah, that's it's really pandering and really shitty. And so now when players are like, you know, or fans are upset about losses, people are like, well, why? But they but they but they did so good out there. It's like it's okay to be like, no. They didn't. They played shitty today. Yeah. Like, it was a bad player. And they are professional players who are playing a game. And, and what, 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 I don't mean to be like, you should hate everyone or be super tough on everyone. I just mean, like, you're allowed to care. Like, you're, and, yeah. and, and you're, you're allowed to actually, you know, have expectations for how these teams should do and how these players should do. And I think that's, like, a good – it's a weird stage of the game, uh, of the women's game in England and, and I'm sure elsewhere. But, like, it is good that this is kind of, you know – changing in this in that way and it's being it's being taken seriously as a sport not just like oh that's a fun pastime or some bullshit like that i hope that the women's world cup this summer gets just as much <sighs> it should like, right it should and this was something i actually was talking to a woman that i met at the the, the lowbrow which is my local bar fucking shout mm-hmm. out lowbrow they're fucking dope mm-hmm. um <laughs> and we were talking about like the differences of attention between the men's world cup and the women's world cup. She is a college uh, women's soccer coach. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, that's really cool. Blah, blah, blah. We were just like chatting about that and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, she was like, it sucks that this is just called the world cup. Yeah. And yeah. that the women's world cup is called the women's world cup. Mm-hmm, where like mm-hmm. it should be the men's world cup and the women's world cup or like both just the world cup like yeah it's kind of crazy that that's what has to happen uh um, yeah you have, to, you have to specify like 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 that for women's but you don't for men yeah mm-hmm. like i mean that like like tennis at least call it like it's, it's men's singles and women's singles it's not just like singles and women's singles or something exactly yeah and i hope that like restaurants and bars and stuff that have been opening up early for yeah. the men's games are going to then also open up early for the women's games and that, not like, to mention like the u.s team is fucking dope like the u.s great. team is dominant oh my too God. like I, I remember watching the 2015 final again i think it was the final against japan right um yeah. the 5-2 um yeah it was it, it yeah it was the final um it, it, it was um I watched that at Lear in Boston. R.I.P. to Lear. Um, it, that was an amazing fucking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had so much fun watching that. Like, yeah. I, I, like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to act like I give the exact same amount of attention to women's soccer that I do that I do to men's. I watch men's more, but like, I really enjoy watching women's soccer when it is yeah. like available like this. And like watching, I, I when we were in Portland in Portland, Oregon. Uh, um, shit, it would have been the women's Euros in. 2017, I think, or mm. or, ni- or 19. No, 19 was the World Cup. Maybe it was the World Cup. Anyways, the point is, like, I I was I, like, any of our downtime, any anytime we were just kicking around the apartment, I was watching whatever women's game was on then because yeah. it's it's fucking fun. Like, there are some sports that don't translate great if you're not like if you don't have the same athletic ability as men. I, I'm not saying that it is a bad sport. I'm saying it's a very different experience. I think like tennis and soccer both work beautifully as sports, like oh. on their own. Like the style yeah. is the style. It, it works so well as a style. Like it's different from the men's game but like that's fine that's good yeah they it's don't not roll just roll like minor leagues or some for, shit they don't roll around Sorry? the ground for like 30 minutes <laughs> well well <laughs> that's that has been uh i think that's definitely been a part of this world cup i think it's been like not nearly as bad as some other no. times i would say but like yeah there's there's the difference there there also have been some moments where someone's gotten like kicked in the face and or like you know, use their entire testicles to score a goal. And like... <laughs> and, and then claimed it wasn't his entire testicles, yes. No, I'm talking about the U.S. Yeah, he, he, Pulisic came oh. out and was like, uh, oh no, I didn't, I, I didn't get hit in the balls. I had a pelvic contusion. It's like, 
I mean, no. maybe that's I mean, the case, with funny, your balls. Like... like, your balls probably <laughs> ended up in your pelvis. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like... Yeah, Cameron that's what Hope, happened. like, studs in a wall, yeah. That, like... When that happened, I was... Everyone went silent, and we were like, he just used his dick, right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, well, it, it did indeed go in off the post, yes. And then people... It, <laughs> nice. And then people, people were like, it did, like... Did the key like did the keeper kick him? And I was like, I mean, like, he might have. <laughs> but he definitely like that fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm impressed. I mean, I, I totally understand why he came off for that for that. But I'm also impressed he played the next game. Well, actually, well, let me take this opportunity. He went right back in. No, Pulis he went back out. in after like five oh, minutes. He, yeah, but he but he, but he he got subbed out like uh, relatively soon after yeah, that. Yeah, one, yeah. So. yeah um, I mean, like his well, dick was off, so. <laughs> Who's in the goal? Who's in the keeper's hand? I don't know. Dick looked like a boxer after twelve rounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take this opportunity to talk about the U.S. because um, it, it is the best team in the world. <laughs> and because the U.S. is not the best team in the world, like it makes for like interesting like uh, conversations with people that are not like regular soccer fans. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of us. I hate all these like you know. Well, if we only send our best athletes to the World Cup, like. It's a lot about technical proficiency, and you have to you have to care about that shit, and you mm-hmm. can meld that you can meld that out out of like policy and out of structure and things like that. Like, yes, it would be helpful if like um, five ten point guards were uh, were playing soccer instead or something like that, but it's not the biggest deal that you're thinking of. Like, it's it, it's not like oh, if we just had every athlete that plays football, motherfucker, athletes like linebackers are like two hundred and sixty yeah, pounds. Like, imagine. it doesn't help. It doesn't help in soccer. Like, or it doesn't help the way you think it's gonna help. Um, no. So, all right, the U.S. team, I think, did, about did its job. Is that fair? Like, like, like I it, would it, say it, so. It got out of the group stages, and it played well in a game that it was probably always going to lose. Is that reasonable? Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. I, I think that they, because they're so young, that they did a good job yes. being like, look what we can do, Like, and mm-hmm. we're young. Like, give us a little bit more time, and we might – get a little better I'm not maybe like, actually see maybe actually see Gio Reyna play more than just one in one game and, shit, yeah. and Aronson as well yeah I mean I I, I, I will that's I, that's kind of my caveat with all of this is that like I think that this was a perfectly respectable performance by the US like they they should have gotten out gotten out of their group but as we saw like Iran and um and Wales are nothing to sneeze at like they are they, like they have some some real talent on their teams mm-hmm. Iran plays more cohesively and Wales had I mean, granted, they're aging out of it, but Aaron Ramsey and Christian Bale, or Christian Bale, Jesus Christ, Christian Gareth Bale. Bale. <laughs> I always do this. I do this every fucking time I Our talk about him. Our favorite soccer player, Christian. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Just screaming. At, I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm wearing shin pads. Where's the ball? It's like, oh, that's a bad idea, Christian. You should definitely wear shin pads. <laughs> you, you get kicked there a lot. Um, but point, point, so they, 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 they had a group that was like, a, that was very get outable and they did and that's a good job um my my issue is more like that game against netherlands in particular um i don't know why on earth we weren't playing on the counter um the the idea yeah. that we were going to like technically outclass the, the dutch was an absurd thought like i and, and the reason it bothered me so much is that you would watch you're watching the game and their their forwards were playing a good 10 yards off of our center backs because yeah. they knew that our center backs were not a threat at all to move the ball around, and like, and that's no sh- like that. Uh, it's some shade, obviously, but like, I don't mean it as in like you can be a just a good button up uh, defensive 
center back and not be an amazing passer. Like, that's okay. But then you shouldn't be adopting a strategy that is going to put the ball in their feet so goddamn much and make yeah. them, like, a passing hub. And I just have no idea what the fuck Berhalter was thinking with that with that idea. It was frustrating. Watching that game was yeah. incredibly frustrating. And I think that, to me, that was kind of like... I don't I didn't want us to make it because there was no <laughs> but there was no way that like let's say cuz there have been fucking bigger upsets. Yes, <laughs> like, there have. Like if we did make it through some fucking hell, like if it went to yeah. penalty kicks for the 16th million time that's happened this <laughs> like World Cup, but it went to like PKs and then we made it through. I don't like we I think we would have just been slaughtered. Oh yeah, we could have, we could have easily gotten embarrassed. Oh, who who the other ones going to play? Sorry. Oh, um, Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got ripped apart in that game. Uh, and, 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 and that would have been a fun game to watch. Like I wanted, the, I yeah. you you want the semifinals to be fucking entertaining. And goddamn it, if Morocco isn't going to like like light the field in gold and like pray to whatever soccer deity they need to i am going to be so sad i mean let's finish the u.s real quick because i do yeah. want to talk a little bit but i absolutely want to talk about morocco and some of those matches too um but the um the the u.s games like the group stage games were those kind of like hey that england game like i i watched that at like i watched that at parlor sports in uh you know in, in inman square in boston uh the best fucking sports bar i've ever been to in my life uh go there if you ever ever get the chance um that we were watching it there and uh it was incredibly tense because it was like holy shit like if, if they score on us here we're fucked or you know, you know like that that just that this is what i love about soccer is that you have so many like just on the edge of your seat moments from like it's almost a little bit like playoff hockey in that regard where like mm. anything could happen at any time and you always yeah. have to be prepared for it. Um, and I was talking to people that weren't out watching. They were just like watching it in their house and they were like, yeah, it's kind of a boring game. And I was like, that's actually fair. Like it was, it, 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 it was like, it was a, it was a, it was a mostly like England didn't look super sharp. Um, yeah. They were kind of, I think a little high on their own uh, success after, after whooping up on Iran in the first, in the first match. And they didn't need that win exactly. And of course you would like to have it, but they, I mean, they were, I'm sure they were confident they could beat Wales to advance yeah. anyways and win the group. Um, so we caught them at the right time and that was good. Uh, and there was some panic defending and there's some stuff but like, yeah, I'm not going to say it was like the, the best played game I've ever seen, but like part of that was just, you know, hoping to god the u.s got the draw and was going and was going through and like being around so many other people that were feeling the same way uh, i can totally get how if you were just like kind of chilling in your on your couch watching it that you'd be like all right that was that that was whatever that was was fine i will say that those that those types of games and stuff definitely aren't great introductions into soccer if you haven't been a fan like I, i can fully understand why it's really hard for people to get into there, there are a lot of yeah there are a lot of rules i mean there are a lot of rules to fucking every game but like i think that, i think there's less than i think there's definitely less than like the nfl though for sure um, oh yeah well like we don't have like yeah but there's a lot of rules off, offsides though offsides is the one that fucks everyone up yeah yeah and like there's just like certain like why like this is something that happens for sean that he gets frustrated about he's like why don't they ever stop the clock He's like, it makes me so frustrated that there's going to be 10 minutes at the end of this game because they didn't stop the clock and then they don't stop the clock in extra time. So then you have like 10 minutes plus like two or three if someone's like on the ground and then you just like don't know. And I was like, it's so much fun, isn't it? Like imagine (laughs) playing it and just never knowing if you'll ever stop running. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just run forever. It's so much fun. But I think it helps if, like, one, you've either played and or two, you just, yeah. like, find a team and a bar. Find, finding a team, I, I would say, but I think, I think finding a team and being invested in some way rather yeah. than being, like, a casual fan. I think that's true of baseball as well because there's so many baseball games and baseball games can also be quite boring. But the thing is that, like, when you're invested, then, like, that, 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 that downtime is now, like, tension time. Now it's, like, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you don't care about baseball, you're, like, all right, he's waiting the pitch. Like, it's going to be another half a minute till that happens. Yeah. And if you care about the team, you're, like, we need a fucking hit. It's going to have to wait a half a minute to see if we get the hit. God damn it. Like, yeah. th- th- there's a lot to it and you get, when, when you become more invested. So I, I to- it's one of those things I totally understand and also, like, kind of wish people gave more of a shot to, but I also get it. Yeah, I know. It's hard. I I will say that like I feel like this World Cup has been one of the more entertaining World Cups in a while. I I I really liked the 2018 World Cup. I remember I, I, and 2014 was also pretty crazy cuz that that gave us like the 7-1 game and yeah. shit like that in Brazil, which was wild. Um there there's a lot to it, but like I I think this has been a very fun World Cup too. Yeah. Like is well, we we briefly started talking about like the best games, but like, and we mentioned you mentioned Germany Japan, and that was definitely like the first game that this year that I was like that was fucking awesome, like yeah. that like that was uh, really and, and fun. Lo- I think I think I wanted to I'm gonna look it up real quick uh, because I'm not positive, but um, I think that was the same uh, day as uh, uh, Canada Belgium. Yes, it was. Um, so. Belgium Canada was exciting as hell for the first half, uh, and then it kind of it, it dropped a little bit later on. Belgium got the goal, and I was like, "Fuck, Canada was playing really well. Like, I mm-hmm. wish it didn't, didn't work out. I wish it uh, worked out better for them." I think then the Germany Japan game afterwards, it was like, "Oh man, Japan's like a lot of fun to watch. This was a really cool game." Uh, and then Germany gets a goal, and you're like, ah, "Well, that sucks. That kind of kills off the game." No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it absolutely doesn't. Japan came back from fucking uh, against Germany, and, and then later against Spain to fucking win the group, a group yeah. with Spain and Germany, and they won the group uh, off of two, off of coming back from one nothing uh, de- deficits in both games. Uh, yeah. They were they were, both of those games were were dope as hell. I'll, I'll say this right now: Japan has been my favorite team to watch this tournament. Like, Same. I, it sucked that they got bounced uh, when, when they did. Like, they but they played so well, and I I, I really like and not and not the kind of patronizing like oh good for them type of shit. But like, no, they no, they really beat two fucking, fucking powerhouses, and they were a lot of fun. They lost to Croatia, a really really good Croatia team in penalties. Like, it's really hard to knock that. We do have to talk about that fucking goal. Though that definitely shouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> like that, out I mean, of, it was out of bounds. Yeah, the goal, the goal you're referring to, I assume, is the one that where it goes it it goes over the end line and yes. pretty pretty. I mean, I guess not clearly because they they called it in still, but then they scored off of, off of the, uh, the the resulting play. Yeah, I mean, I don't no, give a it shit. Scored. I'll take it. That scored. That was the that went into no, the I'm, net. Wait, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't put it directly into the net from from being out. It was like it was a pass, and then someone scored off that pass, right? No, it went into the. net. He kicked it. He fucking kicked it, and it like turned and it went into the net. Oh Jesus! I am not remembering that right then. Okay, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mean, why it was fucking nuts because it know. wasn't taken out. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm very much of the opinion that like cool shit counts. 
<laughs> uh, that's always that's my long that's been my long standing opinion about like uh, like negligible offside calls and things like that. Like when I, like offsides like offsides exist for a reason. It's to make sure that you don't have someone cherry picking like way behind the defense, just kind of like sitting sitting around there. Um, when you introduce like video review, then I understand. Then the thing the thing is that once you decide that you're going to draw a line, there's always going to be calls that are like kind of bullshit because you uh, like because you were like a centimeters centimeters oh, like, that's, over that's what's or, or, happened like a good yeah. amount of time mm-hmm. it and it's sucks. been it's been it's been annoying as hell like like VAR is is a, is a big debate among soccer fans uh, about its efficacy and, and because like so many times you're, you're like you're you're basically just like hey awesome we scored like now let's wait 2 minutes while we do a video replay to see if we scored uh, yeah. and, and and it sucks like i i i like that there is video i just wish it was only being used for like Hey, was this guy like pretty really clearly offsides? Like, well, I, 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 and to be clear, like I don't know the rule, the, the 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 right way to do this. I'm sure there are other people that are smarter than me or have thought about this more than me that have good plans. So like, listen to them. But like, my first thought is, if you are looking at it for 30 seconds and you can't tell, then that's a goal. Like, yeah. If 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 you if you watch that video and you need that digital line to show you if it was offsides or not, then it should just be a goal. Like because I, I, everyone's running so fucking fast, yeah. it's happening yeah. so quickly, especially when they when it is kind of like centimeters and or like, oh, his like left big toe was yeah. a or, little bit or, past, or his forearm or something like that. It's like, man, he was just swinging his arm a little bit, and that's yeah. and the rest of his body is straight up and down with the defender, but his fucking hand is and a little bit out, so and that's, that's not a goal. Like that's, that's something that I has been really bugging me because when it comes to like handballs and stuff. If your body is naturally moving in that direction and it hits your hand, it's not a handball because it is the natural motion of your body. Like, so like for offsides, like if it's the nat, like yeah. you can't take that into consideration at all. Exactly, or... it just yeah. seems very um, suffocating. Yeah, I agree because it, it takes a lot of the momentum out of games. It takes a lot of the fun out of games, to be honest. And like, mm-hmm. it, it's also it, it's also being like super rules lawyery about a thing that we don't really need to, to get that deep about. You know, yeah. like, it, it's 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 there. The rule is there to make sure that someone isn't just blatantly like sitting way behind a defense because it's an annoying. It, it turns the game. It stagnates the game. It makes defenses move back more, back more, or it makes it that you're just lobbing long balls up front. Like it, it, it's put in for stylistic and like impactful reasons uh and to have it be reduced to this um minutia of like well hold on a second how 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 close or was 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 he did he mistime his run by a half a second or something like that like no dude like just yeah if it if again like i don't have the the right like rules for this exactly but like something along the lines of if you can't tell right away then just fucking call it a goal and move on i like when they use it to to say like oh hey you know that guy that looked like he was crazy offsides? No, we saw the replay. He timed his he went, his, his yeah. run perfectly, uh, and and he was in fact behind the well behind the defender. It just that he was moving forward at high speed as the defense was trying to step up for the on for, for the for the offside trap, and then he you know looked like he would, must have been miles offsides, right? Mm-hmm. I like it when those goals get get counted because like cool you but like but those are the kind of goals that you should be able to say all right. Pause it when the goal when the ball was kicked. Oh shit, he's definitely onside, and you yeah. whistle it, and it's a goal, and you're done. And it's good, you know? and it's easy, and it's quick, and then you don't have to add exactly. 15 minutes to the end of <laughs> yeah. a half. Yeah. What is what was your favorite goal this my f- season? Uh, 
<laughs> um, it's, it's uh, there's been some there's been some nice like cut-ins from the from the right and then some curlers back posts. I can think of yeah. um, one in Argentina, Saudi Arabia. I think I think Saudi or, sorry Argentina, Mexico. I think I think uh, Saudi Arabia had one against Argentina themselves actually. Um, I was a, I'm a big fan of a relatively me- meaningless goal. It was a uh, Cameroon versus Serbia. It was a oh yes. Game. Uh, 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 Abu Bakar uh, like stops in front of the keeper and just rainbow flicks it over him, yes. and it bounced. It, like he he flicked it so high that I thought it was gonna hit the ground and bounce over, over the goal. <laughs> like I really yes. thought that was what was gonna happen. That is one of the like it's that. Or it's uh, Hakimi from Morocco panenking the, uh, the 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 winning uh, PK against yeah. um, uh, the game that just happened um, against. Uh, why am I blanking on the fuck? Uh, who the, who the hell? Oh, Wait. Portugal. Oh, not, uh, not Portugal. Um, Argentina. No, um, I'm, 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 I, I apologize. The games that were yesterday. Uh, no, not yesterday, but um, earlier. The 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 round of sixteen match that they got that they got through. Um, I apologize to anyone who's just yelling about this in their house. In, in, in their house. Um, what round of sixteen? Which one? What team are you even talking about right now? I'm talking about the uh, when. See, I'm just. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look it up and kill time while I'm doing so, but it's not working. Uh, Spain. Jesus Christ. Um, oh. Uh, when, when, when Morocco, the zero-zero game, Morocco and Spain, um, they, they they knocked out they knocked out Spain on on mm. PKs, and uh, it was Hakimi, who's an amazing uh, uh, fullback. He, he he played for he started his career or at least his like big time career at Dortmund, like Borussia Dortmund, a huge club or a very big club, although it ends up being a feeder club for for other teams. He played for fucking Inter Milan. He's he's on PSG right now. Like dude, dude can fucking ball, um, yeah. but. Uh, he was the one who took the, the decisive penalty against Spain, and he fucking uh, a panenka is when you run up to the ball like you're gonna take like, like you're gonna smash the ball to either corner or whatever, and you just softly chip it directly down the middle of the goal. Um, my favorite one of those ever uh, was um, uh, Andrea Pirlo against uh, England. I think it was the semis of the 2012 World Cup. Uh, Joe Hart, the English keeper, is like jumping around and doing everything but somersaults, and he's he's trying to be like the intimidating kind of like um, uh, the keeper for uh, Morocco actually has oh, been and, yeah. and also Emiliano Martinez for, for, for Argentina has been and Pirlo steps up and he just like he, he does it he does like a, a you know an aggressive run up and he just slows his body down at the very last second and just softly chips it right down Joe Hart is dived to the other side of the goal and looks like the biggest fuck in the world for yeah. it I love it I love that one so much and Hakimi did a very similar thing a little faster but like a, a beautiful fucking PK what team was it that um I think it was like one of the last minutes of the game and they got a free kick and instead of like hitting it over and like super powerfully through the defense, they slowly passed it. And it was, was I texted you. I was like, it's one of those fucking plays that only works once. And it did. And they got a goal. That was another, that was Netherlands to tie the goal, tie the game against, um, See now I'm fucking blanking against Argentina um, yep. in like the like the the, uh, the tenth or eleventh minute of stoppage time or something mm-hmm. like that and like I was I, I was following along on uh, on Twitter with with people and, and numerous people made the same comment which is the same one I was thinking which is like the fucking balls to do that like the yeah. like like the absolute stones that you have to have to be like, because it, because if it doesn't work you look like the biggest fucking idiot, idiot. And, yeah. and that's the same thing kind of about Hakimi's panenka if if the keeper had just stayed home and had an idea of what he was doing. Then the keeper just like softly catches his ball like in, in his midsection. You know what I mean? It, like, if, yep. if, if those if those things don't come off, you look like the biggest idiot. And Netherlands, like people would have second guessed that for years, being like, 
You aren't going to have your, your your player take a shot on goal. What are you what, what are you doing? It, but it was the perfect play call. Or, and, so and, and play good. call isn't something you say in soccer that much. But like, it was the no. perfect call off that situation. It was a gorgeous goal. There have been a handful of keepers who I, I texted you about. I mean, of course, I texted you about this too. Of keepers who have been, like, passing the ball like idiots. <laughs> or who just, like, don't hit it hard enough to their players. Or who mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking frustrating seeing that. And you're like, what yeah. are you That's doing? That's a former keeper, yeah. Oh, God, it's so frustrating. Um, yeah, for, for anyone who wouldn't, who doesn't know, and I'm sure there's many of you who would not, uh, like Danny played keeper. I was a striker when, when, we, when we respectively played soccer. Um, and so I'm we joining have our, a team out here. Oh, oh, serious. That was awesome. That's great. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Um, I played pickup at MIT for a while. That was the last I played, and that was like five years ago, I want to say. But yeah, go ahead. I played sorry. back in Boston. I played in a full field team and then also a like co ed 7v7 team. Which was, was not nice, a very yeah. serious one, but yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> I, I played I play some of those BSSC, BSSC yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, games for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was our name was Beer Me, so <laughs> it was not took very it super serious. serious. Yeah, super serious. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun though. I miss playing. Um, yeah, but... and you're a keeper, so that all and, and, and if you can have if you if you're playing co-ed, those guys are always like, we have a girl who's a keeper. We can have an extra guy in the field. Oh my god, it's so yeah. awesome. There was. <laughs> I remember those fucking stupid rules. It's like you have to have two women on the field at all time, like, mm-hmm. or just be normal human beings and like invite your women, like invite people that like women that you know to play yeah. a sport with you. There was always like that one guy who like invited his girlfriend, and they were like, "We're just gonna like just sit here, like just stand on the field, and like you don't have to touch anything, like you don't have to play, you don't have to do whatever." That's. That's so, like, that's so dumb. Suck. We had like just just playing a men's women. league if you're gonna do that shit. Like, yeah, we do? had mostly women in my on on my team. Um, yeah, we had we, we had we had Kaywall who fucking rips. So yeah, yeah. Was, there was <laughs> there was one game I remember we we did it like for a few seasons and one of the seasons that we did it, um, they didn't have enough teams to do like the A league, the B league, the C league, and then there's yeah. also just a I'm here to make friends league, <laughs> and like that's where we wanted to be. But there wasn't enough people, so we would be like, they put everyone together. And so there was oh, that one point where we were playing an A1 team. And it's 7v7, and these guys play D1 soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And so there would be moments where this kid would be like running down the field with a ball. My people are drunk, like not <laughs> participating in that way. <laughs> and he would come by the goal and just fucking rail it. In, yeah. And I would step out of the way. I'd be like, this, this is who? not For worth what? it. Yeah. This is not worth it. There's no fucking way that I'm going to work tomorrow with a black eye <laughs> because of co-ed soccer. No what, fucking what, way. What you wanted to be beer league co-ed soccer as well. Yeah. So, like, yeah oh, my God. Fucked. It basically was. It felt like the World Cup. <laughs> we weren't in last just, place. Just, just as good, right? Yeah. Just as good. Um, well, so what was was that was that Netherlands goal your favorite then, or was there uh, was there another one that really like kind of kicked uh, that that does it? That better? one I think might have been my favorite set piece. Yeah, I think that one was like my favorite set piece. There have been like some really good corners, set pieces. Yeah. Um, oh, you and, and you, sorry, you already said the Richarlison goal, the the, the, the team yeah. passing one was was your favorite. That was and that was a gorgeous goal too. Like, yeah, that was a very nice goal. Yeah. That one was. Really, like, what about his you? scissor kick? Gets a lot of attention, but like I really like like one of my favorite goals of all time is one of these Arsenal goals where like they have you know five straight one touch passes in the eighteen, and then someone just tucks it in the corner. Like I, mm-hmm. I, those are those are just amazing to me. So I, yeah, I, I love those. 
I love it too when a player gets the ball and then looks up and realizes that there's no one in front of them and you can just like watch them just fucking go. yeah just fucking go I I it makes me so angry when they take one extra touch oh god yeah I, that, just I, fucking hit it the, the thing that bothers me the most is when is when, people, when a player takes takes an extra touch because they are so one footed that they can't use the foot they receive the ball. Uh, uh, yeah. they receive the ball on. Like when one play, when, like, and I understand that. Like you, you, you are where you are because your your dominant foot is so good. I understand. But um, having like certain angles of passes and like movement completely cut off because you can't fucking kick the ball with what usually your left foot, um. It's just infuriating yeah. to me. I, I, I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan. I love watching uh, Santi Cazorla so much because he was a, he was as two footed as anyone on, uh, uh, that could be. Like you never knew what way he was, and that was so that was such a key part of why he was good because you couldn't play him to like, all right, he's not going to pass with his left. We don't have to worry about it. I'm always going to play uh, play him on his right foot. He'd be like, oh cool, and he just go left on you. And you're like, oh no, <laughs> I, I thought, I, thought oh, I was no. okay. Um, okay, predictions. Yeah. Um, who do you think man. it's going to be? Who do you want it to be? And who do you think it's going to, like, who do you think the so, last but, two are going to be? Who do you want it to be? And, like, who bef- do you think is going to win? Before the tournament, I had a, um Argentina-France final, and I don't think I'm going to switch from that. Um, it wouldn't bother me at all if uh if morocco won or croatia won to be honest um they yeah. like i was wrong about croatia in this tournament i thought they i thought they aged out i thought they missed their window uh when they when they lost last time um but i they are just such a fucking team like I, they have so much technical ability and they obviously play yeah. very very well together which is not you can't always say that like, there are better there are, have been teams in with more talent that have already gone out of this tournament and the reason Croatia is where they are is because a they play so well together b the the technical ability for sure um and c the experience like the 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 way that they have held on in games when like they that a lesser team would have buckled and uh, yeah. they're they, they've been i understand that they're a little they're, they're a little more like kind of grinded out style team and everything like that but like i love it about them they're like they're 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 really fun to watch and uh, like luka modric is just I mean, he's a former he's a former Tottenham player, and I still respect the fuck out of him. Like, he, yeah. like I saw I saw someone call him uh, Dirtbag Steve Nash, which was one of my favorite <laughs> things. Uh, um, they, they, yeah, Croatia's a lot of fun. Like, I, I, I really would like Messi to get a World Cup. I think he just deserves it, and I think I that Argentina too. has been this good. They, you know, they lost in the finals to Germany two uh, two World Cups ago. Um, I am happy beyond relief that Ronaldo is out of this tournament, so I, I never know. have to fucking have that happen. Just because, dear God, um, and and having Messi uh, win the World Cup would be an extra fucking nail in that coffin of an argument. Um, but prediction is prediction. I'll, I'll just stick with Argentina, France. But like, if it or if it was Croatia, France, if Morocco pulled the third straight crazy yeah. upset, uh, I would have no problems whatsoever. Uh, absolutely I... no problems want morocco to win so fucking <laughs> that bad. would be dope as hell it would be very I, very cool i think it would be so fucking cool i think it would be so fucking cool um yeah. i think i'm gonna do morocco argentina i think i'm gonna I do it i think i'm gonna say yeah. it i I, I like it i i i, I and, and and you're are you well i was gonna say do you think morocco can can win but like 
I mean, I think yeah. Morocco can win. Like, I I, like, I, you, you, win. you don't you don't beat Spain and Portugal in the in a knockout round. Oh, by the way, if anyone listened to our um our, our podcast about the uh our lit, lit about the uh, the lines of Al Rasan and the uh, retaking yes. of the Iberian Peninsula, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that pop up. I saw that some of those references pop up on Twitter. I was like, holy shit, Andalus, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, more, 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 like. If you beat Spain and Portugal, like uh, there's no reason you can't also beat France and either uh, and then the Argentina world. or Croatia. <laughs> Just take over. <laughs> I mean, but I, I mentioned Hakimi before, but you also have uh, Ziyech, who's fucking yeah. uh, a talent with Blizzard Chelsea. Like they, like they, they have players and they play very well as a team. They're incredible. They play defensively, but like. What I love about them is that when they counter, they fucking counter. Like they go, they're they go so from good. zero to sixty in like in like two passes. Uh, like yeah. they, like they, they, they're one of those teams. Like they're they're defensive minded teams that are, that are just hanging on for their dear life. And then there are defensive teams that are like, keep coming, yeah, keep coming, right. and then just and then just hit you on the counter as fast as they can. And then and they are the latter, and they are so much fun to watch for that reason. I know that's why I think that an Argentina Morocco game would be so much fun to mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. I think it would just. I think As that it would it would seem like it, the entire game was a blink of an eye. It would be yeah. It would be so, oh my god! It would be so cool. yeah. It, it, this is this is a common uh, like boxing phrase, but like styles make fights. Like the, like yeah. when you have when you have people that are well matched in terms of how they how like what their strategies are and what their strengths and their weaknesses are. That those like those are the best or worst games. Um, as far as this whole styles makes fights thing, I think the worst outcome would probably be Croatia Morocco. I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun or a good game. I'm just saying that like these like they are two teams that play similar styles. Yeah. Um, you'd probably have uh, Croatia trying then being the team that takes control of the possession more, and I think that that might be kind of a stodgy like very slow feel each other out kind of game. I think that almost I think any other possible matchup is just going to be a fucking nails like great match. Um and, and to be clear, I think Croatia and Morocco would still be, end up being good. I'm just saying that like out of those possibilities, I think that's probably the lowest of them. But Who do you think yeah. who do you think wins? Like we should we should make a bet on this. <laughs> well, that means I, that I'll, we have to go different. I'll stick with Argentina. Uh, I, 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 I predicted them before the tournament. Um, I, this is a weird tournament in that like a lot of the best teams uh, have some clear issues uh, one way or the other. Um, and that's been proven by the ways, the ways in which some of them were knocked off. Um, and I think that there's nothing I've seen that is going to make me second guess myself now, at least like I, I, I could easily see any of the other three teams winning, but like, yeah. fuck it for the sake, for the sake of, for the sake of being consistent. Yeah. I'll go Argentina. Man, like on principle, I want to say Morocco, but I yeah. think it's gonna be France, and I think that France, and also just to like be different than it's gonna be different. <laughs> um, I want to say fucking Morocco because I really want to do it. Fucking yeah, go for it. I, I I I will say I will say we've talked about a lot of these other possibilities. A rematch of the 2018 final mm-hmm. would be dope as fuck. Would be Having really Croatia dope. and France back at it again, and like. I mean, I would hope for Croatia, obviously, but like if you if they made it to two straight finals and got knocked out the same team twice, like that's some Buffalo Bills shit. But like, no one will ever forget it. Like that yeah. that, that Croatia team will go out down in in history if they if they if they make it twice in a row, win win or lose. So, I mean, uh, there's a lot of I, I I think France winning is probably the most boring outcome as far as all those all those things go. Yeah. I think that because Argentina Argentina you have Messi winning World Cup. Croatia, you have uh, redemption and two straight years in the final. Uh, Morocco, you have the absolute insanity of Morocco winning. 
and France. I think France is still dope because then you have a, a back-to-back winner, which is very rare. Um, mm-hmm. It hasn't happened in like 50, 60 years or something like that, yeah. I want to say. Um, so I think that would be very, very cool. But um, yeah, I, there's a lot. Like, fuck it. Morocco would be awesome. Morocco would be a ton of fun. How about The Loser has to read another Stephanie Meyer book? I absolutely refuse to make that bet. <laughs> I absolutely refuse on principle to make that bet. Okay, what if the... Fool me once, Danny. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on shame you on again, you. but also kind of on me. <laughs> fool, fool me three times. That's too many times to be fooled. It's fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on my father. <laughs> shame. Shame. <laughs> How dare drink. you? I made a Game of Thrones reference. You did. You fucked it up at the last possible minute. Nice job, Netherlands. 